0: Wells Production. I took a shot to the heart.
1: What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, comedian Marlon Ballard. I am joined today by a special guest on the Love the Life podcast, and that is A.E. The Cool, my good friend from high school, singer, songwriter, all-around great music artist. How you doing, A.E.?
0: Doing good.
1: How are you? That's good. I'm glad to have you on my show. This feels like a family reunion right here. This, this that's my girl. I idea. know.
0: I'm so I've known
1: her since we were in middle school. She's been around. She's been singing since I've known her, and she's, she's a very excellent singer. I'm a fan of hers. I was just bumping some of her music earlier. I'm saying her like she ain't sitting in front of me. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I love your music. Um, I think you're doing a great job, and um, I just want to know. Like, what was some of your inspiration for it? Like, first things first, how did you come up with your name, A.E. The Cool? And I, I know your name, so I know that's your initials, but how did you come up with the entire thing?
0: Well, I came up with A.E. The Cool. Um, well, A.E. The Cool was originally my uh, Instagram, I think Instagram and Twitter name. Mm-hmm. I got it um, from uh, the Lupe Fiasco album, The Cool. And oh, okay. so, I, I, yeah, so I added that to um, my Instagram and Twitter handle. And originally my artist name was just A.E. But I would notice that when I started to book shows, like when I'd be on the flyer and my lineup, in the lineup with like everybody else, like my name would be so small, like you could barely see it. And so I was like, well, I'm gonna add A.E. to cool. (laughs) So it'll look bigger on the flyer and stand out a little bit more. So I just went ahead and like ran with my Twitter and Instagram handle, so.
1: And it and it Thank you. Hey, cool. Hey, hey, you are a cool person, so it fits you. I, I, I really think it fits you. So, um, when did you realize that you was a was a great singer? Like, did you start off in church? Did your mom was like, "Girl, you going up there do your solo," and she just throw you out there? I,
0: I, no, honestly, I don't, I don't ever remember having like this moment, like where I was like, "Oh my god, I can sing." I've just always. Sang. like my mom and my siblings like they say they didn't realize that I could sing until I was maybe like 12 but I remember singing like years before then like just in the mirror and like doing different things like that and I didn't notice until later on the reactions that I would get and the attention that I would get yeah. from me to be like oh okay I can I can really sing but I've just I've just always saying and so I I guess I can say that I knew that I was good Like we did, we did the play in church. I didn't sing all the time in church, but there was like a play that we did in church. And like, everybody made like such a big deal like about me singing and I was like, oh, okay. I like the attention that I get. So I guess, I guess you can say in church actually, yeah.
1: And singing, people think singing is an easy thing to do. And it's not like y'all have to like, if you lose your voice before you got a big show, your voice is just gone, isn't it? You can't really do that show, right?
0: Yeah, I like to tell people, Anybody that like ask advice from me or anything mm-hmm. like that, I like to tell them that we're really, I mean, performers in general. Like whether you rap or sing, but we'll yep. focus on singers because they do more like with their diaphragm and, exactly. and everything. If, if you're really an athlete. You you really are. Like you really you have to keep your body up. You have to eat right. You have to get rest. Like if I have a show and I don't get rest the day before, I'm gonna sound like trash. Like it's gonna happen every single time.
1: You don't know, want people were writing a review like, hey, she wasn't that good now. Right. <laughs> yeah, and you
0: gotta, like, you gotta take care of yourself and you gotta okay. take care of your. Life. So it is, yeah. <laughs> You're really athletes out here. And so you gotta work it out and, you know, take, eat the right things and warm up before, you know, all strength. You gotta stretch your neck. <laughs> all that like, all kind of stuff like that my my voice teacher actually taught me like you got to do you know like neck exercises and right. everything like crazy
1: let me find out you got the stamina of a boxer because i'm a i'm a child <laughs> <me> find out <laughs> but um
0: i definitely do not but it i definitely when you said that it makes me think of uh making the band uh, like when i had like when they were like on the treadmill and they were like having to sing while they were running on the treadmill
1: exactly. Hey, and believe it it's or not, that, that works.
0: It, I can't do it yet. <laughs> <laughs> are,
1: are you working on it?
0: <laughs> working on it, yeah. Like, I, when I do my walk, like, my weekly walk, like, I'll try to sing and walk at the same time. And I feel, like, my breath will get, like, crazy. But
1: Oh, gosh. So, man, you got, you got two EPs out. And uh, um, all the songs are unique in their own way. Um, I hear a lot of inspiration in your songs. Like, who who is some music artists that inspire you?
0: Oh, um, that inspired the projects, or just inspired me so that, that
1: that that you looked up to growing up that made you want to sing even more.
0: Oh, okay. So I really loved Alicia Keys. Like Alicia Keys was good for me. Like as far as like the type of performer that I wanted to be like, mm-hmm. like it was for sure least Keys <laughs> as time went on as I got older um Lauren Hill was one um Erykah Badu um some of the I guess I would say newer but you know like now like in 2020 they're kind of older not in age but just like when they were out like I would say like a Jasmine band, okay as well like just all of those like combined like were people that I really like look to as far as like how I want to sound and the
1: type of music that I wanted to do. That's the, and I, and I can definitely hear a Badu influence in some of your songs. Cause I'm like, I listened to a couple of your songs. I think um, one of them was, I believe Red Wine. And I'm like, I got to burn an incense to this. Like this is, this is, hey. uh, this is Neil. So I got to burn an incense. I got to clean the house to this. I got to do all that. Like, I'm like, look at Ashley go. Like, look at this, Hey,
0: hey.
1: you the artist right now. You, you the artist. So. Um, <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, you definitely got a, a neo soul vibe today, and that's and I'm not trying to put you in a box, but like that's that's a, I think neo soul is very refreshing because we don't get a lot of that no more I, because you know like people like Lauren Hill and, and Maxwell and Badu, they don't consistently put out albums like they have a writing process, and then whenever they feel it's right or they feel like the project is done, they're like okay, I'm ready to release it. You got people now just releasing back to back to back to back without any, you know without any thought of it, but I see you have a good track record so far. Like you got two LPs out and um, what is what inspires you to write Dora Soul? Dora
0: Soul, I actually, it came from, list, like I was in March and I was listening to the J Electronica album
1: mm-hmm. that
0: he just put out. Or like they say, like they like to say the J-E-Z album. <laughs> <laughs> Cause Jay Z was like all up and through that album, but it was really good. But I was listening to it, and it it was very spiritual. It was very personal. Like you could tell, like it was about his life and the things that he's gone through. Like he he brought some of his religion into it, and there was there was like a pro- there was like a part of it to where he was praying. And I just I was super inspired by it, and so I was like, I want to do a project that sounds just like this that has like heavy sampling, uh, like lo-fi inspo, like all of it. And like, as I was thinking, I was traveling, like while I was listening to it, like I was listening to it over and over. And I was like, well, I want to, I know off the bat, I want to feature artists from Augusta. Like I wanted-, I wanted to feel, you know, like home, like my home, like like community, I wanted to feel that way. And so I uh, from there, I started to write Um, the producer Maurice Daniel, he sent a beat pack, um, like, just in time, like it kind of fell into place of like my um, process, like I was getting putting things together and then the the beats come like, out of nowhere. And so as I was writing, uh, my great grandmother uh, passed away um, early May, and her name is Dora. And during that time, I was trying to figure out what I was going to call the project because I wanted it, I wanted the name to represent where I'm from and my community and everything like that. And with her passing away, I knew I wanted to honor her with the project. And so it was perfect to call it Dora Soul because when we moved here, I was born in Atlanta. We moved here when I was three, so I'm from Augusta. But when we moved to Augusta, we went to live with my great grandmother, and so it's just crazy because my great grandmother, like you know, she could have lived anywhere, you know, but it just so happened she lived in Augusta, and so wherever she lived at that time, more than likely that's where we would have went. And she lived, she lived here, and so you know, she's the reason why I'm here, and the reason why my journey has been the way that it has, and so. I just wanted to honor her and connect with her and use the songs to connect with her. And so that's where it came from. My great grandmother.
1: Okay, uh, um, first things first. My condolences, our beauty granny. Um, I believe she would be proud of this project because I, like I said, you, you did a great job with the project. And speaking of Augusta, you are from Augusta. will you, you. you've been in Augusta the whole time I knew you. Um, do you think it's hard for people to make it out of yeah, Augusta? I'm from
0: good- Augusta.
1: Do you think it's hard for people to make it out of Augusta as far as um, the career path you're taking, as far as a musician?
0: Um, I, I don't think it's hard to make it out if you're doing the work. Um, I think that people like to use Augusta as an excuse. and um, But, you know, now, like the day that we live in now, Like, it's definitely not hard to work. Like, it's technology-driven. Like, you can send an email, receive an email, send a payment, get paid. You know, especially now during Corona, you know, it's like everybody's working from home. Everybody's having to do that work. And it's just, I know that it's difficult to get shows and to book shows from here because our artist community is is very close. And so I feel like because we're so close-knit you know, like, we'll take a show even though they're not paying, you know, a lot of money. Or, mm. you know, we will all work together and it and it be for free. So we're doing shows and we're doing things and we're creating, but the the money is not always there. And so it's kind of hard to work out of Augusta, but it's, it's not hard to be an artist in Augusta as I am now. Because it's just, as long as you're willing to you know, work hard. Take the trips when it's necessary. Um, go, go, when go whenever it's necessary. You know, like it's okay to be here. You know, and when it's time for me to leave, I can leave. But the work can get done while I'm here.
1: For sure. That's an excellent way to put it because Augusta has a lot of talent. You bar- I just, you just barely see anybody really make it out of Augusta that that goes far. And that's what I hope happens for you because you deserve it. But you have escaped Augusta, like the past couple years. I've been seeing you out there. even in New York.
0: Yeah. Well, how, how, so how's New York? I, call it, I won't necessarily say escaped.
1: <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> 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 yes,
0: I mean, but a lot of people say it, it escape. You know, and and it's not just Augusta. It's like people from their hometown, and like yeah. I wish I I wish people wouldn't really see it that way because I think the foundation of you know the my success comes from the support of my hometown Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't have had that support from my hometown if i didn't give into it like before i was performing like i was volunteering you know in the um the jazz community i would you know even now like i'll help out wherever i can you know my, my friend um my friend Lieber puts on this uh festival every year called the culture music fest Uh And, um, he, you know, I was working the door last year, you know, because that, that is important that to showcase us as artists is an important thing. And so any way that I can help, you know, I'm always willing to help. And in turn, my community gave that to me. And so with their support, you know, I was able to then go to Atlanta and then go to DC and then you know go to new york and so but it starts you know if you're really focused you know sometimes you can skip and go or whatever but i feel like it's harder when you can just start with the people that know you and let them support you Mm -hmm. you know and then build from there you know they kind of helped me you know launch off into these other places
1: that's good and you've been on the road a lot and um I've I've never been in New York, so you have that over me. How is New York, how's performing in there? How is performing in New York different from performing in Augusta?
0: I think, well, New York is amazing, by the way. Uh, It's totally like a culture shock for me, because you know, Augusta is all I know. (laughs) Like whenever I do travel, it's like for a few days, and I'm like looking you know, at different things, being a tourist, and then I come back home. And so New York, it, it moves so quickly. Like, my, my team lives up there. And so whenever I went up there, like, as soon as I got off the plane, I was working. And the energy that's there, like, you will be up and moving. And you just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And it's just, it's, it's beautiful and it's ugly at the same time, but it works. <laughs> because it's New York, but it is, but it's cool because it's New York, I guess. So it's just it's 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 a crazy thing because you know, like being from where I am, you know, being Southern and everything's a little bit slower. It's like I'm I'm I like being like I don't like being inconvenienced. Mm-hmm. So it's like I get off the plane. And I'm having to carry my suitcase and like get on the train. And I'm like, ew, and you know, this the the subway is like dirty. And it's like, I know, I don't like it. And so, you know, just having to deal with all of that and just, you know, being a city slicker or whatever, mm-hmm. it's lit. And the perform like to perform uh in New York with that audience there, they seem much more receptive than when I would go to like let's say maybe in Atlanta where you can perform for them but they may not pay attention to you. Like Augusta here, like they know me so they're always in tune and paying attention like when I'm singing just because they know me and love me. But when you go different places, not everybody's going to be receptive to you because it's like, well, who are you? But I think there's so much, they have such a, a, a different appreciation for art because it's like everywhere, I guess. And so it, they were very receptive and willing to participate. And so it was very encouraging and it was really exciting. So I'm hoping that I can perform much more soon once the outside really open back up.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it is different. You, you go from performing in Augusta, the people you know, to going to perform in front of, you know, a, a crowd of what, 250, all of them were in Timberlands. So you're like, this is New York. <laughs> you're like it's all temperaments It's, it's all temperaments uh um, there's rats that they're part of the audience too um, well
0: you know the thing is is like i i have yet to see a rat like i have yet to see a rat like apparently everywhere and like probably once like if i go like live up there one day or something like maybe that's when i'll see them but maybe i'm looking with tourist eyes so i don't see them but i haven't seen one yet it's crazy.
1: because you you was in the subway so i'm like i know she had to see about three rats down there but like i'm like no because you performed in the subway right
0: nah yeah i did i performed in the subway okay. and it was crazy because everybody was standing around but i only got one dollar oh. so i was like this not this this not like what happens on tv when they like throwing money at you i only made a dollar well no i made two but then I gave one to the girl that was playing with me <laughs> so
1: made one you made more the rats took it that's all like they took it and ran out of school
0: <laughs> while I wasn't looking right <laughs> but they were but they were in this they were very receptive like they they loved it and they were like standing by and jamming but I was like yeah I ain't putting no money in here it's cool but at the same time it's like you know I like you know being from the south like we slower and we behind like versus a city like new york so now like i went and, when i went to go look like they have like their setups to where they'll have like their cash app names on like a yeah. little marshy and like a little banner and so like they probably would have gave money if they would have saw like what my cash app name was they probably didn't have no cash on them now that i think about it to be fair but it wasn't like it had like it happened on tv when they was all the money was in the
1: uh you're yeah, right. We in the day and age where it's digital, so people don't carry cash. They probably have cash app where they could cash out right. with some money and everything. So hey, just next time, just get that hey, cash.
0: Got the Time. Just, <laughs> <my phone.
1: laughs> dollar sign. Ooh yeah. A E the cool. Like, you got to do that. You got to.
0: I would trying to live my best New York life, but the '90s version.
1: <laughs> Hilarious. and and. and this is, a, this is a, a story that I could share with y'all about me, and Ashley, because there's this one song that she does not like me singing to her. Oh, my
0: God. You I'm not going to sing it,
1: but, hey, you know it's coming when, when this live cut off. But Ashley <laughs> hates when I sing Weak in the Knees to her. She hates it. I don't know why. I, just,
0: I mean, I'm, like, one of the – probably the only person on earth that just does not like that song. Like, I just – it's so – you know?
1: it's just, the only person that don't like week. I'm like, who doesn't like week? I'm like, oh. I,
0: just, I don't know cuz I guess it's just such like asterical, stereotypical like love song and it's just so cheesy to me <laughs> that I just can't I can't make it through. So it's not that it's terrible like they do their thing, but I just can't stand hearing it. Like I just ugh, I hate it.
1: <laughs> Every time she sees me in public and I, I'm like time after time she's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> like don't sing it." But... Hey, that's for life, you're, mo- you're my friend for life. I'm gonna torture you for life.
0: With oh my gosh, it's crazy. And I think it's just an amazing thing. Like it's, I feel like it's, I, I call it a full circle moment, even though like we both of us, like we're on our way. And so it's not technically like full circle because our full circle gonna be coming when we see each other on a red carpet. And I'll be like, oh, hey, you know, that that's gonna be full circle.
1: There go A.E. Time, yeah. time, yeah. time after time after <laughs> time.
0: You're going to actually have SWB with you at that time.
1: And I'm going to tell them, I'm like, hey, can y'all go on stage and sing week and then bring her on stage to help you out with a verse? Because she's going to get into this. She's going to get into this.
0: Song. I mean, yes, And I'm going to be right there and I'm going to act like I don't like it. And you better not tell them I don't like it.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to do that. You singing I'll be like, song. oh my
0: God, this is my favorite song. I just love y'all. And you better go along with me.
1: You singing it for me, I'm like, okay, your debt has been paid to society for saying you don't like this song, so
0: you can't. Oh, man. But it's an an amazing thing to, you know, to have known you as long as I've known you. This is like middle school. We've grown up. We're 12 when I, you know, when I met you, and so to, for you to, you know, not only appreciate me this much but appreciate my art this much to want to showcase me
1: is is awesome and I'm super grateful
0: I know this is like something that you would probably end with but I just it just my
1: <laughs> you're good because what what made me real proud of you was um I think I came to Augusta one day to do a show and then I'm like let me hit Ashley up I, I know she's around because I always call you when I have a show and then they're like, oh, actually performing like around the block. I'm like, man, we got shows at the same time. Look at this. Look at that is
0: this. It. <laughs> okay.
1: And, and I think you still, after your show, you still managed to come out and say hi. I believe you did. Yeah, so,
0: I did. I remember that. I'm like,
1: I'm like okay, one day, we gonna be in LA. Hey, I got a show. Where you at? You're going to be like, I'm at Staples. Where you at? I'm like, I'm, I'm up the street. I ain't at no Staples. But, you know, I'm And
0: I'm going to come through after.
1: <laughs> I will. I will. All right, so um, I know I'm skipping around, but you know, bear with me a little bit. So you have two um, albums, one is called Forgive, that's the one you dropped in 2019.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So how is Forgive different from, from Dora's Soul? Like what was your process with that?
0: So Forgive was, it was, it was just as personal as Dora's Soul, mm-hmm. but the songs were from different times um in my life like there's a song on there that was written like three years ago and then there's one from two years ago and then there was one that i wrote maybe like a month before the project came out so it was it wasn't cohesive like Dora's soul was but it was still just as personal they they all had um things about them that had to do with my life and things that i had gone through and that those past three years from like 2017 or twenty, I guess four years, so twenty, no three years, through 2016 to 2019, and so the sound is also different. Um, there wasn't, it wasn't like heavily sampled. Um, it had a more mainstream feel. Uh, Dora Soul intentionally had like a vintage feel to it. It does. Um, be uh, you know, just another way to kind of. Uh, speak to the fact that it honors my grandmother but this one was more of like a trying to enter into that mainstream sound to like show show people like w- what I can really do because before then it was more of like a SoundCloud type of thing like just throw things out there and y'all hear it whenever I want y'all to but Forgive was like the first like organized project that I was able to put together for my supporters so it was it was Still personal and special to me because it's the first one mm-hmm. but it wasn't as it wasn't as impactful to me you know even in the writing stages and creating stages as doris soul was but just as amazing
1: <laughs> and it is it is amazing So you got you got two bodies of work on on streaming platforms as you're on youtube music i looked you up your itunes so i'm like look at this girl go and actually i believe um, Dora Soul has a lot of uh, hits as far as watching the video because I think he had 2.8 on on, on YouTube, 2.8 uh, views I believe, and I believe that's a that's a that's a great number for for a music video because I can't see myself doing music videos. I'm like I'm like look at because like, you got a couple of them like you. I think you make at least three or four music videos for for per album, didn't you?
0: So. Yeah, so I have so this Dora Soul we did a visual for every song. So yeah. Dora Soul, there's a visual for um, for forgive um, the EP. Forgive Heartshot was the main video, and I have different versions of Hotshot, Hot oh. Shot of Heartshot on YouTube. And then there was a single that I put out um, last year, like the last fall, called Wild wow Thing, that I did a visual for as well and so back as bad as I wanted to do a visual for every song for forgive Mm -hmm. I really wanted to do like a big shoot a big music video you know and so Heart Shot was the fan favorite and it was it actually ended up being the single and so we ran with Heart Shot for the visual and yeah that's the most plays that I've ever gotten on YouTube. (laughs) So it was crazy. Like it, I think it hit one K like within the first week, which is amazing. You know, starting off, you know, starting off as my first visual. That's, that's amazing. And so uh, it was a lot of work. Um, Luckily, you know, my, my team was able to help out tremendously so I could show up and be the artist that day on shoot. And it just ended up being a really beautiful piece of work. So it's just, You know, just putting out beautiful work, man. This is what I want to do
1: forever. Okay. Okay. So, so you, you are signed to a, to a a company.
0: No. So I'm, I'm still independent. I'm not signed. Um, My team uh, 24 creative agency. Um, It consists of uh, my manager, Courtney, and then my creative director, uh, CEO. So they work together um, and we all work together to create what is A.E. the cool. <laughs> so, but I am still independent. They just, they just put their all into, you know, making it look like I am signed and they do a damn good job <laughs> for real. Cause I, I'm just the thing. Look, I know what my ministry, I tell them all the time. It's like, I know what my ministry is. Like I have. You know, I have little visions here and there of what I want and how I want things to be perceived and what I want shown. And I'm like, I completely trust y'all to do the rest, handle it. And I'll see y'all when it's time for me to show up and do my job. <laughs> and I just trust that much. And I mean, as you can see, like the difference between three years ago when I was still doing a lot of work, but it was just kind of like a hamster wheel type deal, like I was kind of doing the same things and like just when I was about to you know like go around the circle once again I met them and we ended up I you know I've just been out of here ever since then so yeah. I don't really know if I want to be signed yet I think I'm gonna try to ride this ride as long as I can until it's like okay I I, I gotta figure I am gotta get signed but if I can push and be independent as long as possible that's what I'm gonna do so
1: because I think um, I, I talk to a lot of R&B artists and they say right now in this day and age independence the way to go because uh, you got record deals. They they screw the artists over before the artists even get to come out with something. Yeah. So you start off in debt. So you pretty much working to pay them back what they spotted you. Mm-hmm. But back in the day,
0: think-
1: it was a small building. Like it was, you didn't want to be independent back in the day because back in the day, like being signed to Columbia or roughhouse that was the thing to do. Now, you could put your own, you could put out an album right now, AE, and put it up, people got you. Like, they're like, okay, she's out. Like, they, ain't got, they don't have to go to Best Buy no more and do all that. You got the internet popping out. So I think right, I, right now for every artist, comedian, R&B singer, uh, rapper, we got the internet on our side right now, especially during this pandemic. Yeah. Right now, like, I'm on OnlyFans. Um, I'm doing uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> What you doing on OnlyFans? Hey. Look, I was really look, I was really considering scamming these people out in these streets. Like it was getting real hard in these times. Like <laughs> hey,
1: I'm, I'm like, no girl, no girl has a foot fetish for men. I'm like, I'll take some pictures of my feet and put it on OnlyFans. I, I'll, do it. I'll do it. Like I don't mind. I'll show my feet as long as you pay and I put my cash up, up there too.
0: Oh, my God. But you know there was people who would, like, uh, they would, like, do a preview. Yeah. And then, like, they would go in there and it wouldn't be nothing. And they started, man, they was making money. Like, it's crazy.
1: Finesse. That's, what, that's the finesse right it there.
0: It is so terrible.
1: It's so terrible. But
0: I, I ain't going to lie to you. I was thinking about it. It was in my mind a few weeks back.
1: <laughs> hey, you be like, hey, you want to see the rest of my music video? Sign up for OnlyFans. Just hit one note. Ooh. And then they cut, The camera just cut off. you like, did this girl just rob me? You know what? She's saying we, See, so you know I'm happy. I'm happy.
0: So <laughs> terrible. But yeah, but I mean, even like, speaking of finessing, it's like, even with the labels, it's like, now in the time that we live in, it's like, with the with the internet, like you were saying, and people can see you and you can build a fan base on your own. Mm -hmm. if you do the work before you get before you try and go get signed you can really you know make your own terms in some cases not all the time you know but if people can they see you already have a fan base and they want you it's like well this is what i want and this is what i'm going to try to get because i already have the fan base you know so i can kind of make create my own terms here because i already have my fan base and if i and i think if i get signed that's the or or try to get signed that's the position i would want to be in to where i already have that fan base and it's like a you need me type of situation or you can use me to make money and i need you to make money so this is what we're going to do type of deal and you have more to work with versus being signed and they have to put everything into you to build a fan base you know because that's really you know you got to have the fans to make money so it's like if they got to do all that work to make sure that you get a fan base then of course you know you're not gonna have no money because that's where all the money's going but if you already have the fan base that money can go somewhere else and just create just a whole 80 cool planet it's crazy out here <laughs>
1: Exactly. so I, I know i know you constantly work so i already know you already got another project in the pipeline you is there a sneak peek coming? Is what is there anything new about, the, about
0: the well I am still in writing recording stages, so there are no sneak peeks. Okay. Nothing just yet. Um, but yeah, I am I'm working on a project to where I can kind of be a character. Uh, I know you know you know me well, so you know that I'm a little like I'm a little timid, I'm a little more, you know, wholesome, good girl type. Deal and I'll still be that person like I ain't going totally left like you're not gonna I open up and see me on the strip pole or nothing
1: yet <laughs> but well, <laughs> your mama would kill you
0: absolutely so um but yeah so but I'm looking to be more of a character and um creating art that
1: doesn't necessarily
0: come from like what I'm going through but just kind of out of thin air like maybe like like as if I were writing a movie or something. Okay. And so I am hoping to kind of go a little like darker as far as the theme. And I, I say that only because I'm usually like upbeat and inspirational and everything like that. And that's cool, but I feel like it's important to show all sides of me because I think if I continue to do the same things over and over again, then it seems kind of unrealistic you know and just trying to figure out how to still be me but show people you know a different side of me that they never seen before so that's what I'm working on okay I'm excited
1: about to go dark okay do you do you think that's (laughs) uh, you think that's gonna uh like get you a new fan base because you know you're a baby face so people look at you like oh she's so sweet and everything and they see you with with a 12 gauge like I'm still gonna sing but I'm gonna shoot you too (laughs) So you, do you think that's gonna uh, be hard to do to show that other side of you or no?
0: I, it'll definitely be a struggle because I think the one thing that stifles artists or me specifically is not being able to or being afraid to like break yourself down and like try different things. I think what I admire about actors, like I I watched a lot of actors a lot that they're willing to do like anything. You know, like you'll watch people and like watch them like cry on screen. It's like they really like, they're acting, so there's nothing really wrong with them, but they really out here sobbing in front of like 30 people in a camera and making it look realistic. Like there's, you have to like really break down and not be so self-conscious to be able to do that. And that's what I'm trying to do as an artist to where I can try so many different things and not worry about, you know, what other, what people, you know, the people that expect a certain type of AE from me, like being afraid of what they say. And so I think that kind of hinders me, you know, and I feel like you give your best art when you're willing to tap into places that you've never tapped into
1: before. Right, that's that's the perfect way to put it right there Oh man. yeah we covered pretty much the main basis so i need you to tell people where to find you where you're at next if you have anything coming up any anything of that so go ahead and do that
0: oh my gosh well i am i'll be doing a virtual festival um and that will be on september 19th um all of that will be on my uh, social media, you can follow me everywhere at AE The Cool, A E T H E C O O L. <laughs> um, down on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. Um, my website, The aethecool.com. Go buy some merch and support me, please. Um, you can find my music everywhere at AE The Cool as well. Holla at me.
1: She's <laughs> talented, I think y'all should check her out, and her music's also on all streaming platforms, so make sure you check out. Uh, Doris, Doris, soul, and forgive, and also her singles Kool Aid and Wild Things. They're also up there, also. Cause I like listening to those. Um Thank you so much for tuning in with me, AE. I, it might be a part two, you know, if people, if people ask for it, I may call you again. We may kick it on online again. So, well, you know, I would love to come back. Of course. So before I roll out on on record, uh, <clears throat> I get so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh
1: thank y'all so God. much this is <laughs> the this love
0: SWP, by the way look i can't have nobody out here saying that i don't love swb look mm-mm. i just probably just hit me the wrong way i'm sorry
1: <laughs> i had to do it before we, we cut off definitely <laughs> so y'all thank y'all for tuning in this is the love the podcast i am marlon ballard and my guest was ae thank y'all for tuning in